Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am, Monday to Friday. It's the week that was, with Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. Good morning, Max. I had a message just before saying, um, congratulating me on my song choices this morning. Oh, good morning, Terry. They've been very, very good. The 70s, you know, it has some good stuff. I know it was like before your time, but almost before my time, but yeah, it has some damn good stuff. Yeah, when you when you ignore all, you know, you can say that about any decade, you'll go back and pick out all the good stuff and say, damn, there was some good stuff. I suppose, but if you, if you listen to the 60s, it, there's something, apart from kind of the soul stuff, that kind of rock and roll stuff does sound dated to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I haven't listened to a huge amount of stuff from the 60s, mm. but... Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, el- like that of early Elvis and, you know, Beach Boys. Well, Beach Boys maybe not so much, but, yeah, it's that kind of be my baby type stuff. Yeah, like I kind of struggle to listen to the Beatles sometimes, which sounds really? sacrilegious, oh, but it's kind of like... Because, I do love the Beatles. Because so much has been built off what they've done. Yeah. You go back to it and it's like, oh, this is kind of the vanilla version of okay. a lot of stuff, which, you know, is still groundbreaking, still incredible stuff, but it's kind of, as somebody that didn't grow up with them and some of them, mm. you know, didn't get introduced to them until far, far later in life, it was kind of like, a, oh, is this what everyone's been raving about? Yeah. Like, it's it's okay, it's fine, it's, it's sure it's good, but uh, all you, this other stuff. You could go back to the 80s and say what you just said, but I don't know about the 90s. Maybe, I don't know, it was um, a time of my um, life that I wasn't maybe, you know. I think maybe the ratio was a bit more skewed in the 90s to more forgettable yeah, music. definitely. I don't play mm. a lot of the 90s. I, I'm more inclined to play, you know, post-2000 than I am of the 90s. Maybe don't next week we can have some TLC on just before I jump on the air. <laughs> TLC? Oh, what would be one of their songs? I can't even think. No, the um, uh, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> but you should chase waterfalls because they're lovely, aren't they? Anyway, no, no, didn't no, bring you here to talk about music. Um, but, you know, it's a thing. How's your week been? You're saying it's been very busy. It's been very... I know I say it every week, but it has been very, very busy this week. Um, this week's been Homelessness Week, um, so we've had a fair chunk of stuff in the paper, a lot in today's paper, um, you know, talking about Homelessness Week and homelessness and, you know, what it's like to get into those positions and, you know, speaking to a few people who've been through that, um, just to try and humanise the issue a bit as well because there's a lot of stigma around it. There's a lot of... Um, you know, kind of pushing it under the rug, people that don't really want to, you know, talk about it or address it. And it's, you know, for a lot of people, you know, it's not something you, you willingly get into. It's something of course not. Where, Can't be pleasant. No, it's, you know, something where you're kind of thrust into it, you're thrown out um, of where you're living or, you know, whatever the situation is. Um, and you just, that, that's where you are. When you hear about 30 or 40 people lining up to rent one place, mm. I mean, if all those people need housing... What's going to happen to them? Mm, like it's it's such a, a big and, and complex issue as well. It's hard to kind of you know say oh it's just one thing, but you know the the basic you know, underlying principle is that there just aren't enough houses, and that's you know Shepparton, that's Bendigo, that's Wodonga, that's all across Victoria. And and that idea that we all think we're fine because we've got jobs and we've got houses, but you know how many steps away are we all like you know mm. from actually being in that situation? Not not that many. Not ma- no, not many at all. And there are you know people that are holding up jobs, be it full time or part time, that are still homeless as well. You know, it's still Crazy. 
you know, if you... That's just wrong. That, there's something definitely very wrong in our society if that's yeah, the case. If, if your foot's like pulled out of that door, um, then, you know, it's hard to shove it back in that housing door. And, you know, there's still people that are, you know, <coughs> on disability pensions on... You know, I spoke to um, a man this week, Dion, who's on disability payments and just nowhere near enough to get anywhere, anywhere near a rental. And I mean, how... how <laughs> What's he supposed to do? Like, and I, I mean, I know I have a severely disabled brother who, uh, you know, gets a disability p- pension. Um, I guess thank- thankfully he's in a group home type situation with a with a you know a, a charity. But if you don't have, if you're not, if your pension isn't enough to pay for your rent and feed you and other expenses, then <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. No, and you know. Dion didn't either. The last couple of weeks, he's been sleeping rough. He's been sleeping down by the river. Um, Imagine that at this time of year. Mm. Like, yeah. and then of course that would lead to health problems. Yeah. Oh, it's um, uh, leads th- to a whole whole myriad of problems. I think it? something you wrote about the fact that it's it's not a good scene down there, as you wouldn't expect. And every time he sort of gets up, he has to take all of his belongings. Imagine every time you went somewhere, you had to take everything you owned with you. Yeah. Like it's just so it doesn't get stolen. Yeah just crazy um, yeah and we spoke to um you know along with alongside nicholas cicado mm. and um Gianni francis we spoke to some of the um the young people at the foyer um which is you know it, it's been set up to give um young people you know between the age of 16 and 24 a place to go if they they can't find a roof over their fantastic head, thing is, it is yeah so it's helped you know more than 200 people in the last you know i think it's six years or something it's been operating in ship and it's just you know it's a, a pretty incredible um, you know, service that, that can be provided where it's, you know, you get two years, no, you know, basically no questions asked. If, you know, come in, we'll, we'll put you up, we'll help you get you on your feet, point you in the right direction and then, you know... Yeah, give, it, give the support that most uh, most kids of that age or young people that age take for granted. Mm, absolutely, and that was, you know, some of the themes we spoke to, to quite a few, um, you know, former... Stu- uh, former you know, tenants and, and tenants up at the foyer and, you know, a lot of the theme was, you know, their their peers just didn't understand that, you know, some of them were, were thinking, oh, you, you don't stay at home with your parents, you must be able to go out all the time and, you know, yep. have parties and, you know, nobody tells you to clean your room and, mm. you know, it's kind of like a, you know, understandably kind of a child's perception of what, yep. of, you know, what it would be like living out of home and then you kind of get there and you know, yeah. you're saying that, no, this this sucks, like you don't have that support, you don't have that safety net you that don't love have. basically yeah, exactly. <laughs> not exactly. that not that the people that uh, don't run the foyer i mean they, they are fantastic they do i guess they do give a lot of love out to those kids so great that it's there in our town um mm. we better move on to talk about some other stories i mean you've pretty much been working on homelessness all week yeah pretty much so i haven't had too much of a chance to look at, at too much else the only other major thing i've done is um looking at a, a, a stinky smell across yes the, there's yeah. been a lot of talk about that yes so uh, golden valley water um came out and, and confirmed that there had indeed been a quote odor event um, odor event, which is <laughs> a bit it, like a weather event, but it's uh, an odor event. You know, you've got the the weather board. So we've got a large, you know, <coughs> high pressure odor system moving across North Shepparton. <laughs> I'm glad I live um, in the south. Um, so do I, but yeah. So that's um, so it's like a temporary, unavoidable thing. Is that what they're yeah, saying? Yeah, kind of. So I think my understanding of it was that it's kind of been a, a bunch of you know weather conditions. It's been really cold and it's been really still. So there's been too much wind it, and combined with you know the fact that the, there's been an, a you know more wastewater than usual flowing into the plant why the, I, <laughs> l- 
look, that's that's a question they don't have the answer to. Okay. They're, they're not quite surveying everyone. I suppose they there. wouldn't know. I mean, it just arrives. It just kind of turns out they don't <laughs> really get the the lowdown on where it's come from, but it just <laughs> you know it just turned up, and the like the microbacteria that does a lot of the breaking down of that has had to work overtime, and because it's cold, it doesn't really want to. Um, so that's kind of caused basically caused the the backlog and the the stench to then. Um, come up from that. Okay. Look, I'm I'm not a microbiologist, I'm <coughs> not no? a scientist. Me neither. Um, so I don't know the ins and outs, but that's that's the ins and outs. Oh, God, <laughs> be careful what you say. Yeah, well, better out than in. <laughs> I always say to quote Shrek. Um, yeah, we always want to quote Shrek. Can't go wrong. No, Shrek. not at all. So, um, yeah, that's that's expected to linger for a few more days. I apologise and said, you know, there's not too much we can do at short notice. Just put a peg um, on your nose. Pretty yep. much. Okay, now one thing we were talking about off air was GVL data. For people who don't know what that is, maybe uh, let them know. Yeah, so GVL data, we've had that for a little while, um, and it's um, basically all of the GVL football games. Um, they're hoping to add netball next year, depending on how it goes, but um, they've basically just been keeping stats for um, every every football game for the year. So you've got um, you know how many kicks and marks and you know, handballs each player has. And then you've also got, you know, team-wise, you've got how many tackles, how many inside 50s, how many, you know, rebound 50s, you know, all, all of the, you know, the, the big stats that, you know, a lot of, you know, AFL clubs use to, to determine what's going on and the AFL media use and talk about. So it's been really exciting to kind of look at it and go, right, which team gets, you know, the most tackles, which team has, you know, the most intensity inside 50. How do you win? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of looking at you know how different teams are winning and you, you can kind of pair up um different clubs to to different play styles that way and it, it you know it's it's really interesting considering that you know they're all on at the same time there's no way you can watch every game all at once on the weekend so you know Rowan Aldis out at Kyabram did a an interesting story looking at um who had the best like the best first name in the competition in terms of like did Josh's have the most average <laughs> possessions or like because that because that's directly uh, connected with their performance which, of course of course but it was just kind of an interesting way to look at it and he's also done a, a story looking at um how Kyabram <laughs> play really similarly to Essendon in the AFL so hang um, on come on what's the mo- what's the name of the best player it was I'd, a few weeks ago and oh come on I'm, probably is Josh <laughs> jo- I'm pretty sure Josh was up there um, <laughs> yeah. but it might have been I think it was Christian hmm. um okay. based on the fact that there were I think there were fewer of them um, and there are three of them that were doing really, really okay, well. Okay. Um, I, I think somebody is going to... T- Maybe, I can, can I set you some homework? I'd like to know exactly, you know, and then, you, you know, you'll see, look at the, um, put this out there, and then we can look at the birth notices over the, you know, next little few yeah. months, and we'll, we'll <laughs> see lots of Christians or Joshes or whatever. Yeah, you never we, know. we can indeed, and it's also been exciting that we've um, we've also been able to get um, ranking points. So for a lot of people um, that... Um, you know, play like your, your super coaches or your um, your ultimate footies or your your dream teams. Where basically you pick a team and every you know player will get a kick, and that kick is like three points, for example. And then you add all of their kicks and handballs and marks up, and then you know you add them to all the other players you picked, and you get a score at the end. And you can say, oh, I'm I'm the best because I know the most about which players are. Okay, so how do people um, access? Um, so it, it's being a lot of it's being published in your paper at the moment, but is it then going to a subscription type? 
Yeah, so it's now all behind the paywall. Um, but you so can see it in oh, you can see it in the paper. Yes, yeah, but of course you have to buy the paper. It's in the still very cheap well. though, isn't? How much is a copy of ship news? Do you know? That's I, if someone <laughs> doesn't have to buy it. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I know what you mean. The magazine I work for, I always have to think how much is it. Yes. Um, so uh, yeah, with those ranking points, we had the um, the biggest score of the the year for the weekend. Um, Chris Jansen out at Rochester had a 48 disposal game with five goals to go along with it. So. I don't know if that's good, but it sounds good. nonsense good. So just Uh, one point on that before I let you go, Max. We're running out of time as usual because you're just such an interesting person to talk to. Um, Now, there was some discussion in this office actually about the possible mental health impacts on players having this like really drilled down data on every single performance they do and maybe they've had something going on in their personal life so they haven't played as well or something and then they come out looking like you know not a good player Mm. is that an issue do you think um potentially i mean we we haven't been focusing on the you know any of the poor performances or going oh you know this player hasn't i'm sure you don't but the the data is there is the point but yeah so it's you know the that data is in the paper each week but you know i think a lot of footballers and a lot of people that follow football you know know that you know somebody might have no might not touch the ball all game and still have a really good game so if they're you know playing a really okay well if they're playing a fullback like Oh, def- defensively, a good yeah, game. Yeah, you're yes. playing defensively. I get it. You yeah. stop your opponent from getting yes. the ball. You play on. So, so is that is are those figures there? Well, you you can't really measure it. Um, I suppose it is hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard to measure a negative in terms of. Yep. You know the the impact you have on someone else. So I feel like you know a lot of footballers would say, no, I I did my role. My job was to, mm. you know, only get a couple of possessions this game. Mm. Um, you know, some some players might you know, feel bad about themselves for having a down game, but they'll know they had a down game without needing to have numbers in front of them. Oh, yeah. Um, you know. So I think you do know. Yeah. But I guess that, yeah, to seeing it in it, black and white might be a bit more off-putting. <laughs> yeah, look, it you know, putting it publicly does kind of, you know, maybe there is a, a bit of a, you know, a bit more pressure there. Yeah, uh, so, so I did ask you because I didn't know if these guys got paid and you're saying some of them do, some of them don't? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay. So be, you know, the best players in the competition would all be getting paid. But, um... um but, yeah, they can't... It's not like a living wage. No. <laughs> no. I, I don't know what exactly the, the figures are. It's kept under wraps okay. um, pretty closely. But it's, um, you know, it's still a, a very handy little little tip in the kitty. Yeah, week. of course, of course. And, yeah, and that would vary depending on their perceived value to the club. Yeah. Okay. So then, just finally, before I yep. get something else in before you cut me off, um, Com Games I, well. I would never cut you off, thanks. <laughs> Um, Com Games, Cole Pierce from Bourne yes. won a gold medal in the S10 uh, over the well, during the week. Can you um, tell me? Wait for, for a start. Where is this place? How do you say this place again? It's a Bourne. It's up Bourne. up near. I have never heard of that place until I heard about this guy um, near Rochester, out that way. Okay. Um, so he's won the 100 meter butterfly, which is his um, you know, his main specialty. Event, specialty. <coughs> um, so won that on Wednesday morning, uh, which is fantastic, and. The categorisation? S10. What does that mean? Uh, so he's a para swimmer, so it's kind of the the disability class, if you will. I, I don't know the ins and outs, but basically you pair people with similar disabilities. Yeah, yeah but you know, he's. I think he's other. got uh, lost part of his leg. I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he'd been training. Um, he was in Tokyo as well and was training uh, in his dam or in his grandparents' dam. Unreal. Um, <laughs> you know, during lockdown because the pools were shut and he couldn't Gosh, do Gosh, that anything, would have been so pleasant. That is dedication for you, it isn't is, it? It is. It um, is. And also there's uh, 
uh, we've had a push in the paper today to give Shepparton some more events in the uh, yes, the big a big front front page. Yeah, big. We are ready. Page. We are ready. Um, <laughs> so there's been that push to say, you know, please give us some events. You know what's going on. We're you know part of the the push to make it happen. So. Um, yeah, you know can't that. go wrong with uh, cheering for that. If you don't get it, you, you've, you've still given given it a good shot. And if mm. you do get it, then you can just take all the credit. Shep so, news. Well, we'll, we'll see how we go. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Um, one other thing, just quickly, I noticed there's a big ad in the paper today asking for new contributors. So mm. if you think you know a lot about something, fishing, basketball, Gardening. motherhood, fatherhood, something, or you're just a funny person, yeah, they're, they're, um, there's a get the paper and have a look. And uh, they're, they're, I was actually surprised to see, well, not, I shouldn't say that, but they're actually going to pay you as well yeah, to do that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not yeah. sure how much. No, I, <laughs> but it might be something for some people out there listening who, uh, yeah, you know. if you've got a passion and you want to write about it every every week or every second week, yeah, um, you know, the more voices. Get in touch. You have to. Go to the paper to get the email address. It's actually Christine Anderson, I think. But there, yep, there will be a, a Facebook post <coughs> going up at some stage as well. All those um, would-be so. writers. Mm. You can uh, sit alongside Max. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd move pretty quickly. Ah, uh, rubbish. Thanks very much for your time today, Max. No and it's been a little Jerry. while. We've been uh, away or ill or something like that. So good to see you back in the studio. And likewise. Have a fantastic weekend. You too.